Welcome to the Nun Report, bringing your regular dose of truth, freedom, and weirdness with your host, Dan Nunn. Hey, thanks for uh, tuning in. We're kicking off the week here. It's Monday, and some <laughs> things just keep getting stranger and stranger, and uh, some in a funny ha-ha way, some in a funny weird way, and some in a very funny, disgusting way. And when you look at what's going on, in Ukraine, the more theater they put on this, the more spin they put on this, the more money we throw at it, the more absurd it becomes. We have a country over there that is hardly could be called a free country. It could hardly be called a democracy in the real sense of the term. But that's what we're defending. We're defending democracy. We're defending freedom. We're over there giving away the U.S. Treasury. Janet Yellen did a sneak trip. So after Biden, for some reason, our U.S. <laughs> uh, Finance Secretary, uh, Treasury, Secretary of Treasury, needs to go over to Ukraine too and meet with Zelensky in person. Why does the Treasury Secretary of the United States need to go to Kyiv? Well, to give them more money, of course, and I'm sure they're pounding out the details on exactly how that's going to happen. Gave another $1.25 billion was announced today, has been released. And this is from the aid package that was approved in the, uh, in the government funding bill last year. So she went over there. So we're, let me back up here, back up here for a minute. So we're defending democracy. Are we defending a democracy? Ukraine is a country that has outlawed and disbanded opposing political parties. They're not allowed to exist. Okay? And people, not only that, places and people and organizations that supported those political parties are also not allowed to do that or they can get in big, big trouble, probably hauled out back and shot. They outlawed the free press, they shut it down. They basically took over all the media and now it's all just complete state-run media. They outlawed religion that they didn't agree with. Religions, the Ukrainian Orthodox Church, which is uh, somewhat of a cousin to the Russian Orthodox Church, but so what? It's a religion. So we're sitting here defending a country that has outlawed the free press, outlawed political opposition, and outlawed a religion. Years ago, Bill Gates had this to say about Ukraine. Ukrainian government is one of the worst in the world. Mm. In, you know, corrupt, controlled by a few rich people. I mean, really uh, unfortunate for the people in Ukraine. It is. It's a country controlled by oligarchs and criminals. It's much, it's, it's much like Russia. I mean, their, their form of government and their, their form of how they run things their intimidation, their, their, their propaganda, all of that. It's much like Russia. Putin and Zelensky do not, there's not a lot of difference there. There's really not. Other than Putin has a bunch of nuclear weapons that he can start bouncing around. So Yellen decided to go over there and she met with Zelensky. Janet Yellen makes surprise visit to Kyiv announces another $1.25 billion in aid to Ukraine, as I already said. And then she goes on to reiterate 
as seems to be the talking point for everybody, whether it's Joe Biden himself, the press secretary, Congress people, including Republicans, unfortunately, who are supporting this, 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 this scheme, this scam, this fleecing the American taxpayer. Russia, Ukraine, live. U.S. will stand with Kyiv as long as it takes. As long as it takes? What if it takes 20 years? That's how long we were in Iraq, right? What if it takes 40 years? I mean, as long as it takes, we're just going to keep giving them billions. Some estimates, well, the Congressional Budget Office says it's around $130 billion has been given to them so far in aid and military supplies. Some estimates Congress people have said are up toward $200 billion in a year. So we're just going to keep supporting this $200 billion a year habit of fighting a proxy war against Russia and Ukraine for as long as it takes. I don't want it. I didn't sign up for that. I don't think most people in the United States signed up for that. Treasury Secretary Yellen, our support for Ukraine will be lasting and unconditional. So not only are we going to keep giving them money for as long as it takes, we're going to give it to them unconditionally. There is no condition on the money we've given them. They don't have to repay it. They don't have to meet any certain standards. They don't have to have an accounting of it. There's no audit that's happening. They have no idea where this money is going. We just keep, it's just a blank U.S. checkbook open to Ukraine to fight a war that's killing tens of thousands of people. It's like Ukraine seems to be this big photo op for everybody too. Maybe, maybe Janet Yellen just felt a little left out. No, everyone else has gotten to go to Ukraine. I didn't get to go to Ukraine. And uh, look at this shyster, man. This is Zelensky. I don't trust this guy. I bet they're happy that we're with them. So little little turtle, I heard, saw someone call her the turtle today on social. I thought that was pretty funny, responding to one of my posts. Janet Yellen, the turtle. Oh, God, we're in trouble, people. We've got a serious clown show. I mean, keep in mind, Janet Yellen is the one that said, you know, inflation was transitory. And it still continues to this day. Even Biden says it's higher than it should be. And Biden also says that we're going to be there as long as it takes. Remind us that freedom is priceless. It's worth fighting for for as long as it takes. And that's how long we're going to be with you, Mr. President, for as long as it takes. We'll do it. Thank you. You understand, we have a, a government who has committed the United States to a war 
that serves no national security interest to us at all to the tune of hundreds of billions of dollars with no stated plan on on what the goal is. What is the goal of this war? Is it to expel all the troops? Is it to take back Crimea? Is it regime change in Russia? That's what I'm voting for. That's what I think is they're trying to do. You've got Hillary Clinton out there telling them that the inside people in Russia need to dispose of Putin, that they need to take care of him because he's gone crazy. Hillary Clinton's saying this in an interview, calling for, you know, in that ironic, election denier Hillary Clinton calling for an insurrection, an insurrection in Russia to take care of Putin. These people have no shame. And they're not even hiding it anymore. They're the most, this is the most corrupt administration ever. I'm not okay fighting a war in Ukraine for as long as it takes. Because we do have boots on the ground. We have people over there training them right now. We've given, we've given them high-tech weapon systems, Patriot missile batteries, Abram tanks, they don't know how to use these things. They're going to have to be taught how to use them. We have U.S. military personnel on the ground, boots on the ground in Ukraine right now, teaching them how to use these things. What happens when one of these gets killed? What happens if a bomb goes off and a U.S. service member that was over there training gets killed? Americans are going to want blood. And then what? We're going to go for, to war with Russia? Maybe China, too. Joe Biden is leading us into World War III. People laughed at me when I said that. They said, oh, no way. You're crazy, Dan. And I've been saying it for a while. No, it's very real. You have the axis of Russia and China. You have U.S. and Ukraine. The EU is basically, I mean, they're there, but they're basically worthless. They haven't put any money in their military in decades. A lot of lip service. So you have three nuclear powers and Ukraine with little midget man Zelensky telling everybody, pulling everybody by the purse strings, man. He's just taking our money. It's unbelievable. And they want more. Millie to Congress. Pentagon needs more Ukraine money. Wait a minute, they need more Ukraine money. It's not Ukraine's fucking money, okay? You know whose money it is? It's my money. It's every other American's taxpayer's money. It's not even your money, dude. It's not even the government's money. It's the people's money. The American people are overwhelmingly opposed to our support of this war. It's not even close. But we already know we don't have a government that represents us anymore. They represent themselves. U.S. Army General Mark Milley, God, that guy is a piece of shit, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, told lawmakers last week that more money will be needed by June to assist Ukraine in its war against Russia, according to multiple sources. Congress, in its most recent appropriation for Ukraine in December, gave $45 billion 
that expected to bolster Ukraine until September or October, part of the $1.66 trillion government funding package. So we already allocated $45 billion that was supposed to last until October, but like everything the U.S. government does, it's radically over budget, and they need more money by June. Oh, they only missed their mark by five months. They say, however, the munitions and money from that appropriation is being used at a faster rate than had been expected. No shit. So now they're going to come for an emergency funding package. You watch. You watch. They're going to come to Congress for an emergency funding package, and all those schmarmy, swampy Republicans in the Senate are going to get behind it. They're going to send it to the House. And McCarthy, you had better stand by your word. You've been doing okay so far. Not another penny unaccounted for in Ukraine. Not one. They're going to try to get more money out of you. And I hope that we have enough patriots in Congress, particularly in the House, because you know the Senate's going to fold, to stop it. I dumped this out there. I don't show a lot of memes on the show, but it, this one was true. And if you look at it, historically speaking, there's only one president of the last four presidents that Putin hasn't invaded a neighboring country. In 2008, he invaded Georgia when Bush was president. 2014, Putin invades Crimea when Obama was president. 2017 to 21. Oh, Putin didn't invade anything because they thought Trump was crazy. He was unpredictable. They didn't know what he would do. He was a leader. He was firm. He was strong. As soon as Biden got into office and then they did that Bosch withdrawal from Afghanistan showing they knew he was going to be weak and they knew he wouldn't do anything if they invaded Ukraine. They practically invited him to invade Ukraine. They almost poked the bear. They almost encouraged him to invade Ukraine. I dare you. 2022, Putin invades Ukraine. So you got Bush, Obama, and Biden, all chumps, where Putin invaded other countries. But it didn't happen once when Trump was president. Nope. And if he'd have been reelected, it never would have. Because Putin knows better. He would have known better. And I'm going to bounce on to another topic here real quick. It's going to be kind of a short show today. I have some things going on that are, that are uh, pulling me. So I, I put together some of, the, some of the bullet points for the weekend. Over here in my home state of Washington, where, I mean, the, the communist state of Washington, basically, everything on the left coast is, is pretty much gone the route of, of dictatorial communism. Washington State moves to create Domestic Violent Extremism Commission to tackle the anti-LGBTQ and anti-science information. This is basically the truth ministry of Washington State. They're going to put together a 13-member commission that's going to decide what speech is acceptable and what speech is not. They're going to do it under the name of domestic terrorism or uh, domestic violent extremism. 
because they have a bill about that, like every state does now. See, they can do anything, in, as long as it's about domestic terrorism and it's in a state of emergency, the government can now do anything they want. You understand, this is not a representative republic anymore. We're not a free country. We're not a free people. It's an illusion. We're only as free as they allow us to be at this point. But people, th- this, this, this piece of... Uh, legislation actually that's going forward is does it tells it encourages neighbors friends and family to report on those to report on their thought to report on their phrases to report on their actions of what they're doing that could be could be considered domestic terrorism a washington state house bill was voted out of committee last week that would create a 13-member commission with the office of the attorney general to develop a data collection process on incidents of domestic violent extremism, DVE. Domestic violent extremism is not defined in the legislation. They're going to create a department to study something that does not even have a fucking definition. But according to State Attorney General Bob Ferguson's description, it would include non-criminal activities and speech. Because Ferguson's a commie bastard, he's a schmarmy little, ugh, the guy's a punk. He's a useful idiot. He's one of the dumbest of the dumb. And I'm sure that he was very much not a popular child because now he's taking it out on the citizens of Washington State to exert his power and control. This bill, among other things, would encourage, it would would make certain phrases basically illegal. Free speech is what they're after. The only thing that's free speech is what they allow you to say. But then it's not really free anymore, is it? That's what's going on in Washington State. You can check it out. Do a little search on it. Jason Rantz uh, did a a good segment on it. And um, it's, it's... it's going on not just in Washington State. It's going on throughout the country. Karine Jean-Pierre, what would be an episode without having, you know, to hear from the worst press secretary in the history of the world? The country needs more workers, especially women, in order to deliver on the president's bold agenda. And we are committed to working with the private sector to ensure the chips, the success of Chips for America, and to unlock the full potential, the full potential of our economy. America needs more workers, especially women. What in the hell does that have to do with anything? Why is that even, why was that sentence even in there? Oh, why? Because she's a radical feminist who happens to be a gay and black. It's part of her ideology. It's part of her religion. They they don't want the women in the home. They want the women in the workplace. Get your abortion. Don't get pregnant. Stay strapped as a slave to your job. And don't you dare raise a family. That's what they want. That's their utopia. That's the reality of it. And if you've got something that proves me otherwise, send it my way. I'll take a look at it. I don't buy it. So for once, um, well, God, Biden, I don't know if for once, Biden sat down and did an interview. They'd really need to keep this person away from a microphone. 
but they keep putting him out there. And he said some things. I mean, the guy is a walking contradiction. He's also admits some things in here that I happen to agree with. So check this out. So I think things are a little out of whack, and I don't blame people for being down. You know, when you had a year, two years of, uh, of the pandemic, kids out of school, uh, the mental health problems in the country are seriously increased, especially among young people. Some things are, for example, even if they're feeling down about employment, they've got better jobs. They're making more money. Inflation is still higher than it should be, and, uh, you know, Everything from gasoline prices to a, to a, a war going on in Ukraine. I mean, so I can't think of a time when there's been greater uncertainty, notwithstanding the fact we've created an 800,000 manufacturing job. We're better off than virtually any other major nation in the world economically. But it's understandable why people are just down. It's understandable why people are down, but they have better paying jobs and we're the greatest economy in the world. And we had 800,000 men. It's understandable why people are down. He talks unemployment and then the very same sentence says we've created better jobs. He says people are down, but we have 800 manufacturing jobs. But it's understandable that people are down. At more time than any, (laughs) his administration, at more time in, in history, which I agree with. Biden, you have created the most unpredictable, unstable, divided nation that we have ever been. And it only took two years. Good job. Because you're weak, you're corrupt, and I believe evil. Florida, take you down there for a minute. Florida teacher on leave after accusation he had white students bow to students in his classroom. Yes, according to him, though, it is it was in good fun. There was no political agenda behind it, the teacher said. He had, as part of Black History Month, white students and filmed it, by the way, and put it on social media. Grade school students. He had white kids bow to black kids and thank them and apologize to them. A teacher in a public school. These people aren't teachers. They're a freaking walking, talking joke. They're political activists masquerading as educators. When all they want to do is take the minds of your children and pervert them and warp them into their own twisted and sick belief system. It's absolutely disgusting. Wouldn't you agree? Here's the none better take of the day. It's time to get out of Ukraine. This is a massive scam. We have no national interest, the United States, in Ukraine. They're not a member of NATO. We're under no obligation to defend them. When Russia invaded Afghanistan, we didn't defend Afghanistan. 
When they invaded Georgia, we didn't defend Georgia. When they took over Crimea and Ukraine, just in 2014, we didn't, we didn't defend Ukraine then. But now, the freedom of the world rests on the victory against Russia in Ukraine. Why now? Putin's not going to invade any NATO countries. He's not going to go into Europe. He's not going to start taking over the Eastern Bloc again. What he's done is horrible. Make no mistake. Nobody can, can say that, you know, oh, this is a great thing what Putin did. No, and I'm not saying that either. Nobody is saying that. But what we're saying is this is not our fight. And we can't go into it. We're fighting a battle right now with no goals, with no end game in mind. Is it to kick Russia out of Ukraine? Is it to kick him out of Crimea? Is it regime change in Russia? Is it to get rid of Putin? We don't know, but what we do know is that all of our leaders, including President Biden, has said that we're going to continue to stand with them for as long as it takes. There's no defined time period. There's no defined goal. There's no defined objective to what's happening here. Just flying by the seat of our pants with hundreds of billions of U.S. tax dollars. That's unaccounted for. There will be no audit. They don't even know where it's been. They can't even agree on exactly how much aid has been given. The number is somewhere between 130 and $200 billion so far. And that just took a year. You got Miley saying that we're going to need more money by June. They already appropriated money in the last funding package in December that was supposed to last until October. They only missed it by five months. Not surprising. Our U.S. government underestimating how much money it was going to cost to do something. <laughs> Isn't that what they do? And they do it over and over again. It's time to stop the madness. When they come begging for more money to Congress, the House of Representatives, McCarthy, you stand up to that crap. Don't take it. They're going to cram it down your throat. The Senate's going to pass something, no problem. But we need to hope that the House of Representatives will have some sanity, exercise some restraint, and not just continue the blank check policy that we have toward Ukraine right now. We can't afford it. And again, what's the purpose? What are we fighting for here? Ukraine wasn't a democracy. They weren't free. Zelensky isn't much better than Putin, except he doesn't have nuclear weapons. That's the, that's the reality. That's the fact. He's not some hero. He's actually a pretty shady dude, along with the rest of his government. But we've decided that this is what we're going to do. In Washington State, you have a, a bill proceeding forward that is going to create a truth commission uh, the Ministry of Truth for Washington State. 13 members are going to decide what is allowable speech and what is not. And if you say the wrong phrases, think the wrong thoughts, they're going to throw you in jail. As a domestic terrorist, a domestic violence extremist, DVE is what they call it. So look out, people in Washington. In fact, I could probably get, I could probably get picked up just for making this video. I'm sure I've said many domestic violent extremist statements in this video that the Ministry of Truth of Washington State would not agree with. You've got black teachers in Florida making in grade school making their kids, white students, bow 
and serve their black students as part of Black History Month because that doesn't promote racism or segregation at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man, we live in, in crazy times, people. But they're also serious times. They're times for us to reflect and to take action, not just sit around, do something. Go out and get involved. Get involved in your local politics. Get involved in your local canvassing boards. Get involved in monitoring election stations. Do a podcast. Make posts on social media. But don't be a spectator right now. Right now, what we need are participants. Anyway, thanks for watching. If you just been listening on the radio, renegaderadio.com or any of the podcast channels, make sure to check me out on rumble.com slash the nun report. You can see all the video and everything that I put up. You can catch me on all the socials at the nun report, except TikTok, because I don't do that commie BS. Or just go to my website, thenunreport.com. It's all right there. You can link into everything in one spot. So that's all you got to remember, really, is the nunreport.com. Anyway, thanks again for watching. And as always, until next time, may the odds be ever in your favor. Cheers.